Um, granite is still not ready. Um, Kolasinac is still not ready. We have the doubt with Bukayo and another few knocks that we got uh, against Newcastle. So um, today is the day to assess how everybody is, if they can be fit for tomorrow and then make the decision on the lineup and the squad. Are you hopeful for I am hopeful, but, uh, but we don't know. Um, obviously, it's a really short turnaround and the player has to be comfortable um, playing with, uh, with a little injury and uh, let's see how it is today in training. Mikhail, I've just seen the, the footage of the, the robbery involving um, mm. Gabriel. Uh, it's been a while since it happened, but what does it say about the character of, of Gabriel that he continued to play and what was he like straight after it happened? Yeah, obviously, it's, uh, it's not a nice thing to go through when you have family involved and, uh, and they are trying to access your own house. Um, Gabby showed a lot of character. You see the reaction that he had straight away. Um, credit to the boy. Um, and after that, he was fine. Obviously, he was shocked. Uh, obviously, there are a few things that he wanted to change in his life to try to prevent those things happening. And, and the club gave him all the support that um, it was needed to try to, to forget about the, the situation, learn from it and, and move on. I must ask you about the game and, and how do you prepare for Manchester United given all the changes that are happening at that club just now? Well, uh, you know what you expect uh, when you play at that stadium in front of that crowd and with a team, a squad that probably is one of the most talented in, in the league. You know the, the situations you're going to face. It's very difficult tactically because you don't really know how they're going to prepare the game, the options that they can play, the formation that they can vary. So it's focused more in, in ourselves, what we have to do and make sure the team is prepared to, to go in there and, and beat them. But they also have Ralph Rangnick in place. Mm. Have you followed his career at all and has he influenced you at all and how have you managed? Well, he's been one of the top uh, coaches in every involvement he had in the game, not only in coaching. Um, he's made some radical changes in some areas and um, and he's a really interesting person in football world and a really interesting appointment for the club. Just one of me, Miguel. What is it about you and Manchester United? You've played them three times, two wins, a draw, three clean sheets. Can you take the history of those results and, and take confidence when you, when you play them? Well, the confidence is that uh, we have to prepare the matches to win. And then we have to, first of all, respect the opponent that we're going to have in front of us. But uh, at the end, go with the mindset, with the confidence and the, the desire to, to go and win the game and have that belief straight away. Thank you. Thanks, Amish. Uh, George from BBC. Mikael, hello. Um, do you, did you watch the Manchester United-Chelsea game on Sunday? Do you expect yes. them to be as offensive? Surely they won't be that offensive as they were against Chelsea at home, will they? I don't know. Obviously, there are different games. You're playing Chelsea away and um, they had faces in the game. I don't think they were that defensive for the whole game. I think sometimes you want to do something against Chelsea with their ability and you cannot uh, do it because of the quality they have and um, and the solution that they can find to every um, every problem that you try to to create to them and um, I expect a very lively atmosphere and, and a team that really wants to come out. Are you expecting Cristiano Ronaldo to start tomorrow? I don't know. That's a manager's decision. Um, just on your team, Bukayo Saka. If you had to put a percentage chance on it, how? Till I don't see him this morning uh, on the pitch, uh, pretty difficult to, to say that. Um, what do you know about Ralph Ragnick? Have you ever, you know, a lot of people, have you ever watched one of his training sessions? Have you ever 
spoke to him personally? Have you ever met him before? What do you know about him? I know people that has worked with him. I know uh, people that uh, has followed him a lot. And obviously, we've done our research as well, um, obviously. And, uh, and yeah, he's a very extremely well-known person um, for what he's done in the game and what he wants to continue doing in the game. And if you win at Old Trafford tomorrow, that sends a statement that top four is really on for your team, isn't it, this season? When you win a bigger stadium and the form that we are at the moment, um, it gives more confidence. And another important game, but this is a, a long run. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Ian, yeah, top four. Hi, Miguel. You well? Yeah. Um, are you worried about the form of uh, Aubameyang, especially away from home? Um, he doesn't tend to score as many goals. and Are you thinking maybe of, of moving him out wider? Well, the form of Oba is always going to be related to the goals that he scores. He's doing uh, many other things apart of scoring goals, but um, obviously we need that contribution because his goals are uh, critical for our success. And that's been shown the last few years uh, when he's able to do that. And um, and that has to be his aim, to continue to do all the things that he's doing and then in the right moments put the ball in the net. Is he an out-and-out number nine? And actually, at the club, it seems that all a lot of you were attacking players, the likes of Oban, Lacazette, um, even Martinelli, kind of prefer to be out wide rather than playing at what we traditionally think is a number nine role. Uh, I think with Lacazette a little bit different. I think Lacazette is more comfortable playing there. Oba has played in both positions through his career. I think the formation that you played allows him more freedom and attack certain spaces more often. And the defensive duty changes a lot in one formation or the other as well, and it's something to consider depending on the players that um, you play alongside him. If I'd have been sat here a year ago with you, which mm. was obviously not possible, but if I had, and said that you know you're probably going to leave Kieran on the bench even though he's fit, you'd have thought I was mad because he was probably your best defender at the moment. Though he's struggling to get in the left back because of the form of Tavares. How much has that been a real boost to you this season that you've now got? competition so that one of your best players can't even get the team? Well, that's the level that we want to, to achieve, that in every position we have players that um, that they can perform at the highest level and that can complement each other but give you different qualities as well. Last year when we had the issue with Kieran, when he was out for a while as well, we have to invent and prepare players in that position um, and that's something that obviously we want to eradicate as much as possible. And that's why the, we made the decisions that we made in the summer uh, to try to fulfill the gaps that we have and, and make the team stronger. It is only about that. And uh, Kieran hasn't played in, in a lot of games because he was still injured and in others because once uh, Nuno played and he played well as well, I think he deserved the chance to, to continue playing. The last one from me. I mean, <clears throat> you look at United's forward players, James Sancho, Marcus Rashford, Cristiano Ronaldo. There's no way they should be having the, the poor season that they're having. Has it surprised you even, the fact that they haven't clicked and, and they're, they're struggling, they've had to change a manager and they've had all the problems that they've had? Well, it shows as well the, the competition and the, and the league that we are involved, that any team can cause you problems, that um, that is not as simple as putting names and, and numbers in there, that is much more than that. And uh, yeah, undoubtedly the quality that they have, and, and you haven't mentioned another three or four of them that they can play in that position. Um, it's incredible, and um, that's why uh, that club has been so successful as well. Thank you. Thank you. George from PA. Hi, Miguel. You've had some really good results this season. <clears throat> Is there kind of one thing missing at the minute that win away to one of the so called top six clubs? 
Well, it is because uh, we lost against uh, City and we lost against Liverpool. Um, it's true that we beat Leicester. That has been one of the, the teams in in uh, in that range in recent years. Um, but obviously, that's what we want, to go to any ground and have the confidence to go to any ground against the top teams and um, and beat them. You, you managed it at United last season, didn't mm. you? I guess, from your own point of view, is doing that on a consistent basis. Absolutely. Get and that's what we have to try to do. And um, it's not about doing it once. I think when we won last year, it didn't, Arsenal didn't win there for 17 years. So obviously that cannot happen if we want to be at the top level. And just finally for me, in terms of Ralph Rannick, um, you mentioned people that you know that have worked with him. I believe Perma Asaka worked with him a little while ago. Mm. Have you spoken to him this, this week there about what sort of... We tried to gather information to understand more as well what we expect. Uh, we don't know, we didn't really know he was going to be sitting on the bench, if he was taking training sessions. So in terms of the preparation, it was a little bit uh, trickier than usual because uh, you don't really know um, the influence that the new coach is going to have. Yes, George. Nick, at the back. Hi, Michael. Nice to see you again. Hi. You mentioned Bakayo could even possibly play with an injury if he fills up to it. Are you the same that you might need to, to rest him and, and then will Smith Rowe as well? They both played a lot of games they're young. Well, we're not going to risk our players if we believe that uh, that that can go obviously against us. Um, playing with an injury means that he had to leave the, the 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 pitch, and when someone has to leave the pitch, <laughs> I believe that he's injured. If not, he is willing to continue. That injury can be 24 hours, 72, or, or a year. Um, and Bukayo is really willing. He's been uh, preparing the last two days um, because he wants to play, and um, and let's see how he is. He's such an important player now, isn't it? It is very important, but uh, as well, you see the importance of Gabi when he came on. Uh, we have Nico there to play in that position. We have Eddie. We have many options um, that can fulfill that potential. And that's why players have to be ready when we need them to, to come in the team and, uh, and make the impact. After Gabi's goal, brilliant goal at the weekend, there'll be a lot of people seeing, wanting him to start. But is it best for him to be a, an impact substitute to build up his ability going into the new year when they go over in the African nations? I think it's part of the pathway, you know, um, and I understand that we want to play all the players, but we can only play 11 of them. We have such a young team um, and we have to find the right pathway with the right timing within the pathway because um, it can look in a very different way. And uh, it's very clear what we want to do with Gabi and um, and his determination is absolutely top and uh, he will continue to, to do that. At the moment, is it an impact substitute? He has the capacity to start games, no doubt about that. Cheers, Nick. Um, Charles from Gold.com. Um, just quickly going back to Kieran, um, I think we were all surprised maybe that he didn't play at the weekend. Did you, in the build-up to the game, did you have to speak to Kieran and, and kind of explain it? How, how, how is it he's been on the bench at the moment? It was, a, it was a tricky one um, and after what happened in Anfield and uh, some individual errors that we had, um, I think we have to be very careful with the messages that we send as well to our players. And um, I encourage my players to play with courage, to take risks, to make decisions and, and to be in the front foot. And when they do that, if for any reason things they don't go our way or somebody makes a mistake, that's where you have to show the trust on the player because you want to build confidence and resilience. And it's not only for the player that is playing, it's for the player that is not playing to understand that part of that decision is to support. And in their case, if that would happen to them, I would do exactly the same thing. And I think it's something that we have to build. And with young players even more, because if not, they can get very confused. Uh, 
and Nuno obviously had that difficult game at Anfield. He's, we're at Old Trafford on Thursday night. Are, are you worried because of the intensity of Old Trafford and the, the ground, the size, the stature of the places that something similar could happen for such a young player? Or are you confident he can go there and cope? Whoever I put in that pitch is because I have full confidence on them. Um, just it's, with December the 1st now, you're outside of the top four on goal difference only. You could spend the next month <laughs> pushing the ownership that when January arrives, about today, <laughs> to really kick on and, you know, seize the opportunity that you've given yourself in the, over the first half of the season. I just, again, I focus on the plays that uh, that we have, trying to make them as good as possible, trying to improve the team and uh, and trying to be more and more consistent, play better, and we'll get better results. That's it. Is it, given the business you did in the summer, though, and the significant financial outlay, is it, is it realistic, maybe, for fans or anyone to expect the club to do any business in January? Significant business. We are in, in discussions, we have talks every week about it and how we can improve the team, what things can happen as well in the January transfer window can affect uh, uh, our squad. Um, as you know, we have certain players with um, a little bit of uncertainty in the summer, so we have to plan what's going to happen now, what's going to happen in the summer. And a lot had to be done as well, so um, we know and we don't expect big things happening. Um, but we're going to be very alert in the market if we can improve the team. And as well, we have to be prepared because things can happen, injuries arise in this period, and, and you have to be prepared and planned. Thanks.